listening to The Building Code, your guide to a better way to run your business. I'm Tom Houghton. Still getting used to those new intros. Oh, it threw you off. And I'm joined by my co-host, Paul Wirth. Tom, I hear something in my headphones. Yeah, that's right. That's the buzz at the International Builders Show in Las Vegas. Big buzz happening here. A lot of buzz. You know, this is our... Uh this is, uh, we didn't talk about this, but we're just going to go with it. We're going off. <laughs> Whoopsie daisy. Off script. Big surprise. This is the exact location of our first recorded episode ever. It's true. This geographical coordinate. Right. One yeah. year ago. One year ago. One year Look ago. Look how far we've come. Hey, yeah. Congratulations on our year anniversary. Same to you. It's been great. We'll celebrate later. It's felt like a breeze. Yeah. Just flown by. Just like, yeah. That's crazy. We've got a great guest lined up for us today on the podcast. Let's introduce her. Her name is Jenna Kimberly. VP of Kimberly Development Corporation. Welcome, Jenna, to the podcast. Welcome. Thanks for having me, guys. Hello, Jenna. What are you the VP of? Is Vice a- President of the company, oh, of okay. Kimberly so, Development yeah. Corporation. So just overall. Just overall. Yes. Yeah. She's not messing around. <laughs> a couple, yeah. of v- couple of VPs here. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> We've just got the one. Just They're just stuck That's with nice. me. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Fantastic. For you. Is this your first time at the International Builder Show? No, no. I've been before and actually met with you guys before, and that's how we became introduced to become users. Awesome. Fantastic. That's a great story. That so is. The, the RV works. It, it does. And the jumbo screen. Oh, so for those who don't know, who have not visited us at the show, we have a huge RV. It's a problematic child in our company, but it's big. It's wrapped in our colors, and that's kind of our trademark now at the show. Except for this year, and Tom's introduced a Jumbotron LED screen, which, that's by the way, looks amazing. Thank you, Paul. Appreciate yes. that. Yes. It's pretty awesome. good. So. so that's awesome. It's a great story, though, because we're here for two reasons. One is to introduce people to build their trend, which worked. Uh, and then two, to see you, our clients, and talk to you and understand, uh, you know, are you having issues with the software? How can you get better? Here's what we can do for you. So it's good. You're Absolutely. here. Every year, yeah. let's do this. Yeah. To date. Fantastic. Well, we always start off wanting to get to know our guests a little bit better. So why don't you tell us a little background about your company? And I think we could probably skip the idea of like what name, how you got the name <laughs> of your company, right? Just from Hopefully, birth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that one is a permanent one. Yeah, right? couldn't change that one. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. But just give us a background on, you know, who's your company? Who's your target market? Okay. You know, where do you build? Go from there. All right. So Kimberly Developments, an award-winning land developer, spec and custom home builder, and commercial contractor. We're based out of the Des Moines area and have one of the largest operations there. We operate about 18 companies under our Kimberly family umbrella. And we've been in business for about 42 years. Our target market started out as luxury custom homes, and we've since expanded it to getting into entry level and, and more things. That's fantastic. Wow. How many job starts are you guys doing a year? Uh, we do right around 100 a year. Wow, that's with, fantastic. Between a few different entities. That's that's great. So you guys are the big dog in Des Moines. Oh, we're not the biggest, but, okay. but we're one of them, you know, you're, and you're we've been around though. for a long time. Okay, that's great. So 18 companies, like what do you, what do you mean by that? Like what, what are the examples? We have a government contracting company, a commercial construction company, a remodeling company, and a land development company, and quite a few other offshoots from those companies. Just to help support those ones? Yes. Okay, cool. So is that challenging for you guys to have so many different ways you do construction to have a process for everything? It is. It's a lot of balls in the air at the right. same time. And that speaks to why processes and things that you guys do and bring to the table are so important because it is hard to keep it all straight some days. Yeah. That's one thing we always talk about. Well, we talk about adoption of software in your business. It's not easy, especially in construction. Right. Um, but I think what would make it easier if somebody had like a workflow for every role, right? 
That's yeah. what people lack today. Like when you go into a construction business, it's like, yeah, I don't build does everything. Go ask him. But if it's a project manager in our company does this, here are the steps, this is where they do it, then you can just plug and play. Helps with the labor shortage. Right, absolutely. It's important, it's cool. Good, well that's really, really interesting. So, you mentioned it's a family business. It is. Uh, what's that like? What's the dynamic like of that? Is that has that pro- provided any challenges? Oh my, so, huh. it Getting sure really has. Personal here. Hey. Don't get me fired here. Yeah, yeah let's not. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, it's my dad's company. He started it when he was 21 back in 1978 and he was your stereotypical baby boomer entrepreneur. He was the genius and the brains behind the entire operation. Did every role and didn't really delegate that many of the tasks and as a result, he, he built this company and he's the reason it's so successful. And I see my role as second generation uh, to basically take what's in Bill, my dad's head, and get that down into a process, get it on paper, get it on software, so that it is something replicable that we can do in his absence and, and still succeed into the future. Because right. second generation businesses only have a 30% survival rate through that Didn't second generation. That. Yeah, wow. it's it's low. So so the odds are stacked against you already. So you have to do something different in order to make it. That makes total yeah. sense. Your dad's name's Bill. Did I use Bill as the example earlier? You sure you did. did. Whoa. That's... I just thought you did your research. No, well, yes, of course. <laughs> yes, Paul always I'm a big does research guy. Research. Yeah. yeah, big research Big studier. That's really great. That is a great point because there's so many construction companies that are second, third generation. You gotta have an exit plan if you're a business owner. A lot right. of times that's to your kids. Um, but that's crazy. It only survives 30% of the time. Yeah. 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 And third generation's like 20% or something. Wow, something I didn't know even that. lower. So. Wow. Don't fax that shit. That's cool. Good that's job. good. Yeah. So, uh, you, so you have the home side of things, but yeah. then you also are tied into your local NAHB board. I am. So can we talk about that a little bit? Yeah, definitely. So I just got elected in November as the second vice president, which basically means in two years I'll be the president. Wow. And and I am rounding out um, an all-female cast, essentially, an all-female leadership. So wow. that's, and that's impressive. the first time actually in our country that that's ever happened. So for the National Association of Home Builders. That's great. So. That's incredible. We need more women in construction, and that's, yeah. that's a really cool thing to do. Yeah, that's really great. So what does it mean to be on, like, what are your responsibilities? I don't know, and I don't know. Like, if you're on a the vice president or then you're a president. So... Essentially, it's to lead the organization for, for for your tenure, and you know we've got a lot of initiatives from getting kids involved in the skilled trades. We, as you guys know, we have a major labor shortage. Yep. Uh, from my standpoint, I see the easiest way to get that done. We've got women make up over half the workforce, but yet the construction industry, women only make up 1.3 percent. Yeah. What? So it's crazy. Right? That's a crazy. Isn't stat. that horrible? And, yeah. and they're out there, they're working, but I think that stereotype of construction is for men keeps women away. And I, sure. I think our, as an industry, we aren't doing enough to advocate, train, recruit, lobby for women in our organizations. And that's really something we're trying to change. Actually, within Kimberly Development, we're over half female, and there's been times where we've been majority female. So we're really looking to change that and looking to get kids involved in the skilled trades at a younger level and take away that stigma that construction is kind of a, you know, a less savory or less viable career. Sure. Because yeah. we've got people coming out of high school working in our trades and they're making way more than I earned my, after my four-year degree. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, we, we both have daughters 
Yes. Uh, and, you know, I think it's important to empower the youth and, and kind of change the, that perspective of how you look at things. It's a big battle, though, you've got in it front is. of you. It is. So uh, any, any plans of tactics? How, how, how are we going to encourage the women of construction to step up and to, to grow? Well, I think that things like this, by us breaking this barrier of being the first all-female-led leadership team in the NAHB, you, it just takes seeing that. You've, mm -hmm. you've got to see that because that's never even been done before. So now girls don't, that's not a trail that needs to be blazed. Sure. Your daughters can can look at it and think, well, yeah, of course I can. Right. Just like someone, who, you know, put, look at our presidency. Once we get a woman in there, then that won't be such a hurdle anymore. But until it happens, you're you're unsure about that path and, and you don't know about that path. Sure. But I think that uh, us getting involved in our local communities, we've, we've done a Build My Future event that attracted over 2,000 kids. At, we had it at our Iowa State Fair. Oh, cool. Kids were doing everything from masonry to climbing telephone poles and you know doing all sorts of elements involved in our trades because it's such a wide variety of options and sure. careers. Yeah. And so we're really trying to get kids at a young age before they've written it off. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So we had Brandon from Iowa Skill Trades on. Is that somebody you partner with and, and you guys collaborate yes. on this Yeah, stuff? so we collaborate on all of that together. That's great. Yeah. That's a Brandon's really, really, leading the pack, he's great. Yeah, that's an important uh, organization. I mean, I think that to your point, uh, male or female, we need the kids to understand that it's a very viable career. It's not backbreaking work. I right. mean, technology like Builderton is making it more and more feasible for anybody, no matter what your strength are. I think that's really what the men thing comes from is like, you gotta be lifting stuff and hammering stuff. I mean, it's not necessarily that. Right. Yeah. That's it, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, it's, it's 2020 now, right? We got, that We've got like vision. exoskeletons that can help us lift massive things. What does that mean? I went off on like a tech <laughs> tangent there, sorry. Stay in the lane, there we go. <laughs> exoskeletons, we'll bring that, that up is. in a future podcast. Exoskeletons, they're the things, they're the robot arms that attach to you and legs and they're Helping lift. You're just talking about a movie now, like that's no. Transformers. I'm well, pretty sure kind that of. was in a, a Spider-Man movie. Yeah, that's exactly that right. Doctor, yeah, Doctor Ock. Very good reference Ooh. there. Uh, but CES was just here in Las Vegas. Yes. And Delta came out and sh said they, you know, they've just created these new robot exoskeletons for their employees to help lift bags on the plane easier. Because you know, some of us, you know, myself included, don't know how to pack light. So you got to make sure it makes it easier. And of course, I think this is a natural progression into construction, right? So having these things, you know, to help make construction easier, right? That's what we're all about here at Builder Trend. So we're all about a better way. Better way to do it. So uh, anyway, we sorry for that wow. really random tangent. Exoskeletons. And we're going to put, put a picture <laughs> of that in the show notes. <laughs> in the show notes. Yeah. Tom wearing an exoskeleton. Let's make that happen. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, great. That's fantastic. Okay, moving on. You're really involved in your local community and you're doing a lot of work there. What's the next phase look like to you? What's, you know, 2020 and beyond look like for you? But let's let's speak first to your company. You know, what's kind of some goals that you're trying to set for this year, if you don't mind sharing them? Yeah, so goals for our company. We actually just had a Builder Trend on-site okay. oh, cool. two weeks ago or so. And, mm -hmm. and I had gone to Builder Trend University back in May. and. That's really a game changer. I'd encourage anyone that if you're interested in Builder Trend, that's the best way to kick it off. And so with the on-site, our goal is really a year from now, we're using the payment system, the QuickBooks functionality, that we're really becoming a, a majority 
user of, of all the many features yeah. that are that are offered. That's mm -hmm. that's the difficult part. There's you it guys is. come out with so many new features like every day it seems like that we, we can't keep up. Yeah. But yeah. but there's so many so many great things that can streamline and reduce the you know the headaches, the redundancy, the tracking. You know, I'm looking for those data points that are provided in the reports so that we can make better business decisions in the future yeah. so that we can scale and grow. Because with a labor shortage, you've really got to learn how to use the tools to your advantage so that with the team you've got, you can you can do more and expand and grow as, you know, as long as our market allows it. So. Yeah. yeah, that's that, awesome. The so crowd loved that answer. Yeah, that was really nice. good. Yeah. Cheers. So you're looking to expand in terms of just revenue and number of jobs, whatever, within Kimberly and just diving deep into Builder Trend, right? That's kind yes. of the goal? Yep, it's that's good. one of that's one of our top line goals this year. Good. I, people feel bad. Like, they'll come up to the other show and they'll go like, I'm only using a few few parts of Builder yeah. Trend. It's like, no shame. This is, yeah, this is coming, I feel like more recently this right. year, I feel like already the conversations has been, you know, I'm only using like three features or something like that. And, hey. but, but I'm saying they feel like ashamed. It's yeah. like, well, that's, you're, you're like everybody because it's hard to change a workflow. Not Absolutely. Just get build, build the Trend out of it. You, so, I was just talking earlier, like, you start small, and then you gradually just build on your feature uses and you get people using it and, and used to it and, and part of their workflow and they get it. So you're about to take the next step. That's good. Right. That's awesome. That's really great. Shout out to our on-site consulting team there for stepping up and helping you guys out. Yes, yes. Zach and Ben were great. That's great. Cool. How many employees do you guys have? We've got about 25. Okay. And like, what's the ratio office to field? Uh, about half and half. Half and half. And do, do they all find something from the on-site consulting? Like, did we speak to the office people as much as the field people? Yep, we did it in shifts so oh, that good. everyone wasn't, you know, ready to, you know, shut it, shut everyone out at yeah. after an hour in there. Right. But yeah. We had uh, we we did the finance stuff first because that was arguably the hardest and and sure. the most important. You know, you sure. screw that up, you're really. Yeah. You're really You're in, in trouble. trouble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think our subs would like that very much. No. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, and then we had the field come in the next day, and, and it was really good. And, and we cycled everyone in and out enough to let them see what they needed to hear, but then give them that one-on-one -on -one time to work on things and work through some of the bugs and reasons why they've had some hesitations with the system. Yeah. yeah. Far too many people, I've said this over and over today, day one of the show, I think people should get in the habit of calling or scheduling like a recurring meeting with our support team yes. every month. Just get on the books, and yes. like, you can you can talk a million topics. And as you mentioned, we're always coming up with new features, little tweaks to functionality. There's plenty to cover. So set like a recurring meeting with us, and your team will will really benefit from it. Absolutely, I agree with you 100. Little tip there. Yeah, that's great. Uh, so what's the so we kind of talked about your business a little bit. What's the future? What are you excited about for Des Moines? For Des Moines, yeah, and within the building NHB it, yeah, year, yeah, yeah, you know, Des Moines really come a long ways in the, in the past ten years. And growing up there, it wasn't a a place that, you know, I thought was at the forefront of things. And now I, I went away, lived in New York City and DC, and and by the time I came back, it's a place I hardly even recognize. With how much progress, how much growth we've had, we've just we've got a lot of great business, civic, philanthropic leaders in our community. And you know we've really been blessed by that. So that's awesome. Lived in NYC and DC. Yes. And you chose Des Moines. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. I, Des Moines kind of chose me since <laughs> I was born there, but yeah. but it's still good. Okay. It's still a good place. Okay. Good. Des Moines is a great city. Have you ever been there? I have. Yeah. Quite a few times. Well, because you have family there, right? No, I don't have family there. You don't? No. Oh, I thought you guys did. No. Nope. It's an easy trip for all Omaha it people. It is. Yeah. Super, super easy. Quick. A couple hours, and yeah. they do have a really cool downtown. 
yeah. like sort of waterfront, right? Yeah. yeah. Right? Yep. Okay. Absolutely. Cool. And, out, and more to come. Shout yeah. out Des Moines, not Des, <laughs> not Des Moines. Des Moines. Looks like Des Moines. Yeah. There you go. No. We're, we're, we're Trey Fancy okay. on this podcast. We're, getting, we're going down this path again. <laughs> we're on a time crunch. We are. That's actually great. What we, the time that we have. So It was really awesome to have you on the podcast. And oh. honestly, kudos to you for all you're doing for women in construction. Yeah. It's a passion of our company uh, to, to help further that cause as well. So yeah. way to go. Wonderful. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Love what you heard? Don't forget to rate and subscribe to our podcast so you can hear from more guests that will benefit your business. Also, please check out our show notes page for more information on what we discussed on this episode. You can find it at buildertrend.com slash podcast. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on The Building Code. Appreciate you.